Welcome to Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. I'm your host, David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. Now let's get started. The path ahead just got choppier for the markets this past week. The Dow Jones was off 0.2%, S&P 500 off 1.1%, NASDAQ down 2.4%, EFI International Index down about 0.3%, 10-year Treasury down, uh, up for the week 0.2%, right now year to day just about flat. Oil had a pretty decent week up 8.7% for the week, now it's flat as well at uh, almost $80 a barrel, and bonds up 2.2% for the year to date so far. So that brings me to the question I got this week about bonds. And I'm going to say there's two reasons why bonds haven't caused a pullback yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, so people be aware there's going to be some volatility, I think. So what happened during the first month of this year? You know, one of the oddities with the markets was the big gap between what the Fed was saying it was going to do on rates, i.e. raise rates to 5.125% and stay there for the f- foreseeable future. And what the market expectations were for rates around 4.875%. And second, maybe three rate cuts by year end. So the gap closed was supposed to be a defining factor in this first quarter. Well, that gap did close over the past five days as markets now expect the the Fed peak to be above 5% and year-end fund, Fed funds rates right around 4.875%. So the closing of the gap can be seen through the jump in Treasury yields. Eight days ago, the two-year Treasury yield hit a near four-month low of 4.07, and Thursday, it hit a near three-month high at almost 4.5%. That's a pretty good jump, almost a half a percent in just five days. Similarly, the 10-year Treasury yield sat at 3.4%, Again, that was about a three-month low, and on Thursday, it hit 3.65%, which was a 25 basis point jump in, again, just five trading days. So during that period, the S&P is down just about 1.75%, which is much less than I'd expect given the time we saw a yield spike in 2022 stocks got hit very, very hard, you may remember, as yields were rising. So the question again is, well, why aren't stocks dropping then in a bigger way when we have rates rising? And there's two reasons for this. First, First, as usual, it has to do with why the market is making moves. Right now, yields are moving up because economic growth specifically that jobs report we saw last week, and the ISM services index were stronger than expected. And that implies that the economy is doing better than the Fed thinks it is. And if that's the case, then the economy should be able to better withstand higher rates, at least in the near term. Second, the stronger than expected jobs report and service PMI were successful in getting market expectations to match what the Fed said last time. But the Fed has not come out and officially implied they will have to raise rates more than they previously said. So the Fed isn't getting any more hawkish than it was already. And that's a good thing. You can hear the Protect Your Assets Market Briefing on your favorite podcast app or as an Alexa Flash Briefing. Just search for Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. Links to subscribe free wherever you listen are at libertygroupllc.com slash Briefing. The following program is paid for by Liberty Group, and the views and opinions of the host do not represent those of the station or its ownership. Investment advisory services are offered through Liberty Wealth Management, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. The information provided is general financial comment and cannot be relied upon for your specific financial situation. Investing involves risks, including the risk of loss of your investment. Please consult with a financial professional before investing. California Life Agent number 0B48569. 
You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network. 